God's Word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. This is Will Rice, and First Light is a brief Bible challenge encouraging you to read God's Word, to think about God's Word, and to live it in real life. I don't know if you remember your grammar classes from, from school. Uh, it's becoming dimmer and dimmer in my memory. However, I do remember a part of speech called a preposition, which I think generally describes a relationship between words. Uh, and that's the word I thought of when I came to 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 1 this morning. Now, now, prepositions are important because language is important. And prepositions both indicate and shape your relationship with other things and people. So let me give you an example. We, we ought to just listen to our language sometimes. Um, is there a difference between saying, well, someone works for me at the Bill Rice Ranch or someone serves with me at the Bill Rice Ranch? Now, both may be true as far as they, they go. I'm just saying that if I have a habit of saying one or the other, it either indicates my relationship with people that I'm serving with or it even shapes my relationship with the people with whom I serve. So. Bob is working for me, or Bob is serving with me. Sometimes we say, well, he was preaching at me. And it makes preaching sound as if it's a negative thing. It's not. It's God's truth to our ears. And so um, if we say I'm preaching at someone, it, it tends to give the wrong impression of the relationship preaching should have towards a person. So our language indicates um, our relationship with people and, yes, with problems. In 2 Corinthians 1.1, as I already said, what came to my attention this morning is just how many preposition, relationship-type words there are. So let me read verse 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, and Timothy our brother, unto the church of God which is at Corinth, with all the saints which are in all Achaia. So there's much that can be said, but just notice how the verse begins. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God. Paul didn't wish to be an apostle. He didn't will to be an apostle. He didn't scheme to be an apostle. He was an apostle in his own right or in his own name or in his own power. He was an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God. In verse 21, he says that um, uh, he, he'd been anointed uh, by God. Uh, now, he which establisheth us with you in Christ and hath anointed us is God. So it was all God's doing. So what is the bottom line here? The bottom line is that your relationship with God defines where you stand with people and where you stand with problems. Um, in the very first couple verses, uh, Paul mentions Timothy, our brother. Well, did Timothy and Paul have the same mother? No, they were brothers in Christ because he later says in verse two, God, our father. So if God is my father, then Timothy is my brother. Uh, elsewhere, Timothy, uh, Paul says that Timothy is his, quote, son in the faith. So that's true as well. But the point is, his relationship with Timothy was based on his relationship with God the Father. You know, today, the people that will come into your life and the problems that will come into your life, how you stand with those depends on where you stand with God. Now, oftentimes, people and problems are the same thing. You know, you can put a name and address on the problem you have because it's a person. Maybe that's ca the case. But you're going to respond in the right way to that person or that problem if you're in the right relationship with God. Let me give you just a couple of examples of how our relationship to God frames our relationship to people and problems. In verse 4, the Bible says that, that um, 
God is the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. How did Paul know that? Because verse 4, who comforteth us in all our tribulation that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. I don't know what your trouble is today. I don't know what your tribulation is today. And I don't know why God has allowed this in your life. But I will tell you that God is the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. And oftentimes the troubles we have today and God comforts us, in which God comforts us are the very tribulations that we can comfort other people about because of God's working through us. So our experiences work uh, not just for the glory of God to show his power, but also for the help of other people that will, will come to the same problems that we perhaps are experiencing today. So God is the God of all comfort. So when I come to a problem, I do not merely see the problem because I'm in relationship with God I see the Father of mercies, I see the God of all comfort, and I see a path by which I can be used by God to be a comfort to other people in days to come. For as the suffering of Christ abound, uh, 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 sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation, our comfort also aboundeth by Christ. Uh, verse 10 says, Who delivered us uh, and, and doth deliver us and will yet deliver us. So God uh, did, does, and will give us the grace we need, the comfort we need in times of trouble. So my, my relationship to troubles are defined by my relationship to God. Hey, another one is found in verse 12. For our rejoicing is this. So he talked about tribulation. He talks about rejoicing. On the other hand, our rejoicing is this. The testimony of our conscience. He, he mentions that it's simple and sincere and not with just you know, natural wisdom, but by the grace of God. And that defines our conversation, our lifestyle, our testimony in this world. You know, sometimes we talk about um, rejoicing or joy. Here, uh, the, the connotation is of a boast or a brag. You know, sometimes we talk about our pride and joy. Both are wrapped up in each other oftentimes. And, and so it is here. Our rejoicing, Paul says, is this. Was it in an easy time or a fun day or a no problems? No, it was in the testimony of our conscience. Well, conscience defined by whom and, and uh, towards whom? And the answer is defined by God and, and toward God. And that's what gave Paul confidence in verse 15. And this is our confidence. So uh, my relationship to, to my pride and my joy is based on my relationship to God. Hey, my relationship to my purpose in life and purposes in life should be defined by my relationship with God. Paul says, do I purpose according to the flesh that with me there should be yea, yea and nay, nay? Paul had uh, had some changes in travel plans and there were those who were trying to get at Paul who said, hey, how can you trust anything this man says? He can't even make up his mind where he's going to go. And Paul says, look, I have confidence. Do I purpose according to the flesh? Am I just doing whatever I want to do? Or am I an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God? Sometimes we feel like our lives are uh, random. That is a word that has been used for many years, but recently it's taken on kind of new significance, maybe new connotation. Oh, that was so random. There, there was no purpose or point to it. It just, it's something that happened to me. Uh, and happiness can... Uh, often be de determined by our happenstance or the happenings in our life. But Paul had something more than that. Paul had a purpose. 
And it was a purpose that was guided uh, according to God's leading in his life. He was anointed of God. Uh, so his relationship to people, his relationship to problems. Let me give you one more example of Paul's just attitude in life and how it was shaped by his relationship with God. It's found in verse 24 where he says, Now, not that we have dominion over your faith, but are helpers of your joy, for by faith ye stand. Now, Paul as an apostle had authority, and that was right and well. Uh, and he spoke very directly to people like the Corinthians and, and oftentimes as, as an authority. But the undergirding uh, attitude of all this was not to be have domination over someone's faith, but helpers of their joy. For by faith ye stand. Faith in whom? Not faith in Paul, faith in God. So I don't know what the problems are that you'll face today. I don't know who the people are that will come in and out of your life today. But I do know the one, the one steady, the one unchanging element in your life ought be the Lord Jesus Christ. It ought be God the Father. It ought be the Spirit that gives us everything we need at the time we need it because your relationship to God defines where you stand with your problems and with your people. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God. You may not be an apostle, but you can live according to the will of God and be glad that you did.